In October 2019, Arlington, Texas was chosen to be the home of a new national museum, unlike any other. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a unique home of military history. The 100,000 square foot museum will house exhibits, archives, and artifacts relating to the 3,500 U.S. troops who have been awarded the medal, the nation's highest honor for valor in combat. The museum will have 31,000 square feet of galleries dedicated to U.S. troops who have received the award. The museum CEO, former Navy SEAL and NASA astronaut Chris Cassidy said the museum will focus on education as much as preservation. The building will have five areas dedicated to Medal of Honor winners from the Army, Marine Corps, Navy, Air Force, and Coast Guard. The main gallery will be located in a central plaza under a 25,000 square foot slab of steel, which will appear to be suspended in midair. It will be supported by five pillars. Black Rifle Coffee is a corporate sponsor of the museum, as are the Dallas Cowboys. The museum's board also includes over a dozen major corporations and six Medal of Honor recipients, including David Bellavia, Patrick Brady, and Britt Slabinski. Army Staff Sergeant Bellavia was awarded the medal for clearing an entire house by himself on November 10, 2004, as a squad leader in support of Operation Phantom Fury in Fallujah, Iraq. He killed four enemy fighters and wounded a fifth in close quarters battle. Army Major General Brady flew and coordinated the evacuation of 51 seriously wounded men during a firefight in Vietnam in January 1968. Slabinski, a Navy SEAL chief and team leader, led a rescue team of SEALs during Operation Anaconda in Afghanistan in March 2002. Slabinski and his team flew to a mountaintop ambush site to rescue Petty Officer First Class Neil Roberts, who had fallen from the back of a helicopter. Slabinski led the team through almost constant combat against an entrenched Taliban force. Along with the board members, former presidents Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, and Barack Obama serve as honorary directors. The museum is expected to open to the public in late 2024. This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Did you serve in the military? If so, you can obtain a free lifetime pass to more than 2,000 federal recreation sites. These sites are located across more than 400 million acres of public lands, including national parks, wildlife refuges, and forests. The lands host activities to fit any lifestyle, hiking, biking, fishing, camping, and much more. Gold Star families are also eligible for these free lifetime passes. Plus, they cover entrance fees for a driver and all passengers in a car, or up to three additional adults at sites that charge per person. Obtaining one is easy. Just go to the National Park Service website, nps.gov, or the National Park Service app. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. We are a show founded by a veteran and hosted by two veterans and a military spouse. Our mission is to get people to tell their story to the world. If you're an author, share your tips with Misfit Nation. If you're a musician or actor, our audience needs to know how they too can get into the business. Coaches, 
We love our coaches. Come on and share some of your tips with the Misfit Nation to help them become better versions of themselves. If you're a corporate leader or an entrepreneur, come on and share how you did it and how hard you have fought for success. If you're a veteran, first responder, or Gold Star family, we would love to have you come on and just share your story with the Misfit Nation. We always have time for you. If you're feeling down, alone, or starting to see the darkness, stop. Think about those who are around you. You are not alone. You will be missed. If you feel like your problems will be a burden to those in your inner circle or are embarrassed, dial 988. If you are a veteran, take option one. We need you to keep pushing forward. Don't make a permanent solution to a temporary problem. If you're a new listener, welcome to the Misfit Nation. Be sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast apps and also on our YouTube channel at the underscore Misfit Nation. Subscribe and click the bell to keep you up to date with our latest episodes and all of our news. You can also find us on Heroes Media Group and About Face Radio. Now, let's get to the show. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to our Tuesday after dinner show. Thanks for taking some of your time this week to hang out with us on the Misfit Nation. I know many of you are traveling the big day on Thursday to see family and friends. So if you are traveling, be safe. If you're home right now, getting packed up or getting some of your stuff ready, just thanks for listening in to us tonight. Tonight marks the 16th year eve since we lost a good friend of ours. Uh, Sergeant John L. Martin, great friend of ours, uh, was a superhero in my life, a great friend. He was lost in Iraq in Nasser Jif. Uh, I ID him in his vehicle on November 7th of 2007. His driver was killed instantly, and uh, he does come to his wounds on November 22nd, 2007. So today, we dedicate the show to Staff Sergeant Jonathan L. Martin. Tonight's show, our guest is well known for being the fifth and highest output leaders in the solar space. He started his 11-year career focused on personal sales, where in the first seven years he sold or installed $10 worth of home, security, and solar systems. It was during this time he discovered his true calling in growing teams, scaling systems, recruiting, and most of all, leading leaders to build better lives, the latter of which became his true noble cause. So without further ado, let's welcome Owen Santos, Life Builder, to the Misfit Nation. It was one heck of an intro. Welcome. I appreciate that. No problem, brother. Thanks for jumping on. And, uh, of course, uh, I was glad that when you, you reached out uh, last week asking me for the link. I said, this guy's going to show up because Tuesdays are usually our day of people that don't make it. For some reason, it's like a curse we have on Tuesdays. So thank God you made it. And uh, I was getting nervous tonight, too. I'm good, man. I'm happy to be here. appreciate you having me. Awesome. Oh, and I gave basically a little bit about your resume there. Tell us a little bit about more more about you from as far back as you want to go to how we got to where we are now. Mm, that I mean, we could go anywhere you want with that, uh, but I'll just I'll just focus on what I do now, man. Which is um, just do everything I can to build the lives of my clients and the the people that I work with, and um, I'm fortunate enough to be able to do it at no cost. So the most of what my efforts towards the the coaching business, I don't charge for anything or anything like that, and it's really just about helping people build the lives that they want. That's good. You don't usually hear a lot of people saying, I don't do it for the money. I do it to just see them succeed. And that's awesome. That's an awesome way to, to live your life and push forward, I guess, pay it forward to other people as 
you see where they get a little extra push or extra boost in life. Yep, hundred percent, man. What what was that aha moment that gave you the hey I to, I know what's helping me I need to help them. Well, I started real young. I was real sick as a kid, and you know I got into the diet and the fitness and uh, lifting weights and athletics and all that super young. And I was able to develop just a, a certain set of principles and a certain set of structures that really helped me from you know the time that I was ten years old. And the first time when I became a, uh, a professional leader of sorts in the uh, in the residential solar space, I was able to just see how what I was doing was bringing other people up to uh, you know a level higher than they had previously been. And immediately I recognized that uh, not only was that cool you know for them of course, but just from a personal perspective, it was more fulfilling than anything I'd ever done for myself, right? So to see my performance start to impact others as opposed to just impact my life, uh, it was extremely fulfilling. And ever since then, it's been a uh, probably a growing passion of mine since that point. And I don't see it stopping anytime soon. Awesome. And you're in the solar and uh, home security space. Was that something you always thought you'd be in or you just kind of fell into it because you needed, a, you needed an income? Uh, I'm just in the solar space now. I haven't been in home security for a while, and I definitely never thought I would be it. I always thought I'd play in the NBA. So wow. <laughs> it's, not, it's not quite that, right? But um, I always, I always knew that I was going to be in some sort of uncapped opportunity, if that makes sense. And uh, you know, athletics is that. Obviously, typically, the you know, the better player you are, the further you can take it. And after playing a little bit in college basketball, I was really looking for a similar opportunity. I knew I couldn't work a regular job where you know, I was paid for my time as opposed to my value. And that's what this became, you know, the sales space when executed properly and done with integrity. It's a beautiful space and it's strictly performance based, you know, so I've never had a salary. I've never really been paid for my time. I've always been paid for my output, really my entire professional career. And that was so similar to athletics that it always appealed to me. Where'd you play in college? I played at a small school for one year called Christopher Newport University down in Virginia. I actually got, uh, got in a little bit of trouble down there and got kicked out and uh, floundered around for a couple of years while I was figuring out what the hell I was going to do with my life. So, so you were 18 years old and did what 18-year-old guys do or 18, 19-year-old guys do and you kind of explored and got in trouble. Exactly. 18-year-old guys that had uh, watched too much Animal House as a kid. There you go. <laughs> Wanted to you know, emulate emulate those idols. Yeah. <laughs> a, it happens to it happens to many many guys and girls every year. They uh, they go to school and they don't make it their first year or second year, and they wind up doing something they didn't think they planned. They didn't plan in life to do, but at least you found a way to do a day job and still help others as well. And I think that's something a lot of people uh, strive to do, but fail because they don't see the way they can do both rounds. How do you find it uh, balancing both of them? Can you define the question a little bit, Rich? You're breaking up just a little bit. Uh, as far as a balance between what? Uh, work, your actual work, uh, solar as a selling the seller, and actually helping others to improve their lives. How do you uh, so yeah, the solar space gave me that. You know, we take a lot of people that um, haven't haven't made a bunch of money previously and don't have a, a, a set of world class skills, and we give them that. We give them the opportunity to make a ton of money as well as build a, a skill as a high integrity, high quality salesperson that um, you know can really feed themselves and their family and a bunch of other friends and family if they do it correctly for a very long time to come. So. 
that was that became my favorite part about uh, the solar space. And what I was doing was really the coaching and the elevating people and helping people actually build their lives through this uh, this platform that was solar at first. But, you know, when you work with somebody for a long time, I started to integrate everything that I was doing on the health and the, the fitness and just the mindset uh, side as well. So it wasn't just about teaching them sales skills. It was about teaching them the mental and physical strength skills uh, that had served me so well. So the coaching was born of really the, the solar opportunity. And now the coaching business itself, it's really just the best part of the, the solar opportunity. You know, it's the, it's all the mindset trainings. It's all the, the physical trainings, the nutrition trainings and things like that, that I still do with my guys in the solar space. But on the coaching side, obviously there, there's, there's no solar involved. It's just about getting that person from where they are now to where they want to be faster than they thought was previously possible. And with that, what is the simplest way that you show them they can start to perform at a higher level? Mm, probably the, if you had to break it down to one thing, it would be clarifying what they're after. You know, I can I can relate to anybody that doesn't quite know what they want, doesn't quite have clarity because that was me for a very long time. And, you know, oddly enough, when you have a vague idea of what you want, you end up getting pretty vague results. Right. So the first thing I'm going to do with somebody that I work with, because everybody it's not a one size fits all program. Everybody wants something different. You know, some people may want to gain 20 pounds of muscle and get a promotion at work and have a happier marriage. Some people may want to lose 50 pounds and quit their job and start their own business. Right. So it could be opposite ends of the spectrum. And if you don't take the time to really ask the right dialed in questions and understand exactly what a person wants and help them find that if they don't know that, then you're really just kind of throwing, you know, you're, you're throwing BBs against the wall, essentially hoping something sticks. But if you ask the right questions and help somebody identify what they're after, get a real clear, clear picture of that as well as where they're at now. So if we understand where they're at now versus where they're after, then we paint a very clear path in between the two. And then the idea is just to collapse the timeline. So if you want to be somewhere in five years and I start working with you now, I want to know how we can get there in two. Right. But to understand where we're going, we, we got to know what you're actually after first. It's kind of like identifying your your smart goal or your actual target place on your on your board in front of you so they understand you understand and they understand exactly what they're going for. exactly and it's clarifying that and creating it and, and drilling down on it until it's such a noble cause that it trumps all the deterrence in their way and that's what i found to first work with my life and then the people that i've worked with that have had the highest level of success the things that are challenging you know they're going to the gym the eating right the the reading the books whatever people think are challenging in my opinion, is just challenging because you don't have a big enough reason. You don't have a big enough noble cause to do it. And when, if and when you have that massive noble cause and you visit it regularly, those quote unquote challenging habits that everybody knows is required to be successful, they get simple and they even get easy, in my opinion. So that thing, that noble cause can pull you forward as opposed to just trying to push yourself 24 seven and you know, discipline is such a big thing. You have the the Goggins camp where it's, you know, to be hard and you know, discipline your way through everything. But I would prefer to uh, give somebody that's going to pull them towards something as opposed to just trying to, you know, outwork and hard your way through everything, if that makes sense. Well, that makes sense 100%. Uh, and I, I'm glad you brought up Goggins and uh, you can, there's like 8 million seals down at write books and, and tell you yeah. how they, they believe you should live. And there's a few that actually get get it right. I think uh, Jocko is one of them. Uh, For sure. Uh, extreme ownership. Own what you do. Own what you say. Own what you do. And I believe that's that's the epitome of what you need to do. So if you want to hit that goal, you want to hit that target, own it. And 
take responsibility for all your actions to get there. Don't blame uh, anyone else that uh, for your failure or your uh, lack of motivation to move forward. It's all the person in the mirror. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I love and you know respect and appreciate the hell out of anybody that served the country. And I respect and appreciate their opinion. But I believe that uh, most people need a simple, noble cause that they can visit regularly that can pull them towards what they want. And if they have that, you know, most people didn't go to SEAL training because they're just not really ready for something like that, right? But we want to get uh, similar or as close to of those crazy high level results for everybody. And I believe that we do that by crystal, kind of crystallizing what it is that you're after and then making sure you visit with that you know, as much as you possibly can. If you think about a, um, you know, uh, just an extreme example, if you think about a, a dad who you know has a, a kid or two and he's just kind of living an average life and then all of a sudden he needs you know a, a large sum of money because one of his children god forbid gets sick that dad's going to go to incredible things that six months ago he probably would have thought were completely out of his reach right just because he has this massive noble cause now and those things that he does to go earn that income to help his kid they're going to be they're not going to be hard they're not going to require discipline you know he doesn't have to tell himself oh man like i gotta go do this because i've got to help my kid it's just no my kid needs this so i'm going to do it and it simplifies things and kind of crystallizes his purpose and again that's something that can really pull you to go do amazing things so hopefully most people don't have you know that kind of desperate situation but you want to create as big and as clear of a reason and when you have that all this challenging stuff gets very simple and for the most part easy in my opinion Definitely. I think once you, like you said, once you clarify stuff and understand where you want to go on that train, you go mm-hmm. train, you get there, you get on that bullet train and you make it to where you have to go. And I think that's what a lot of people need to understand. You said earlier, if you have too many targets, you just be out there wa- wavering in vagueness in the clouds and thinking about where you're going to fall. And yeah, you're going to fall because you're not going to be able to grasp at any of them because you're not doing enough to make too many of them at that time. For sure. And you can have the biggest reason in the world, but if you don't visit with it regularly, it's not going to work. It's magic. You know, you could you could go want to you could have that same reason. You could want to save your kid. But if for some reason you're not thinking about your kid very often, that's not going to help you. Right. So whatever the, the reason is, and people think of this stuff, but then they just lose perspective on it. You know, if, if you were told that you have to go to the gym every single day to stay alive, it would be easy to go to the gym. <laughs> that would get very, very simple. But if for some reason you stop thinking about that then of course it would be easy not to. So you have to not just have a very clear purpose and a very clear noble cause, as I call it, but uh, you got to visit with that thing regularly. And part of a good coach is to help you visit with that, to remind you of that and to speak through what it is that you're after when speaking to you, right? So if I'm coaching you, Rich, and you tell me that, you know, you want to lose 20 pounds, well, that's not enough. I want to know why. And then if you tell me you want to lose 20 pounds so you can, be healthier so you can walk your daughter down the aisle and I'm just completely making this up. Then I'm going to reach out to you on a regular basis. I'm going to reference that on occasion as opposed to just, hey, Rich, you're going to the gym today. It's, hey, Rich, you're going to the gym today. Remember, you've got five years until you're guessing that your daughter is going to be ready to marry somebody. Like, are we walking her down the aisle or not? Right. So I'm going to remind you of that constantly and speak through that lens to you. And that's good coaching, in my opinion. Definitely is. And having that. Having a relationship to you understand the, the why behind your client, mm-hmm. your friend, wherever it is, you can actually motivate them a little more just by knowing a little more about them instead of just begging them to go to the gym. And that's a perfect example you just said. And uh, we'll be right back. We're going to pay some bills here, talk to one of our sponsors. We'll be back in about 30 seconds. 
go. All right, Misfit Nation, we are partnered with another great company, Magic Mind. When we wake up in the morning, you know we need that energy. The Misfit Nation runs on high energy. We go all day. We start our office at 6 a.m. The Misfit Nation doesn't turn out until about 8 p.m. at night. So this little bit of juice right here from Magic Mind will get you going with no shakes, no after effects, four hours of constant energy. So go to magicmind.com, mention the Misfit Nation, and get yours. All right, we're back with Owen Santos, Life Builder, and that was our Magic Mind. Don't forget to go there. It's at magic, uh, magicmind.com, Misfit Nation. If you're checking out Misfit Nation 20, get your 20% off. So jump in there and help them out and help us out the same way to keep us on the air. Owen, we were talking about uh, goals and me reaching it and how to keep that high output. What is a built life, in your opinion? Uh, built life would be where you can honestly say that you have health of mind, body, soul, and finances. And I think you have to have all the pillars put together to uh, really say, you know, I've built the life that I want and where you're uh, at least in pursuit, if not having caught that thing that we talked about, that noble cause, right? Like you have to, we were designed, and, and this is a pretty popular thing to talk about these days, but we were designed to pursue. We were designed to improve. And, you know, when you're climbing Mount Everest, they did the studies where most of the uh, the dopamine and all the feel-good chemicals are released before they actually reach the summit, right? And while they're in pursuit and while they think they're actually going to summit. So a built life has, has a purpose. It has a continuing purpose that you're moving towards and constantly feeling that progress, constantly re releasing all that dopamine and all that serotonin and all the feel-good chemicals that uh, we were designed to release when man or woman is in pursuit. Outstanding. And as we go through life, we undoubtedly learn many lessons from many different noises, many, many things around us. Is it more important as we take this journey through life to learn more or unbad habits? Mm, you cut out a little bit, but I heard learn or unlearn. We're on, we're on the same page. Yes, sir. I love that question. Uh, I My guys that have worked with me for a long time probably sick of hearing me talk about unlearning. Right. I think at different levels, it depends on the level that you're at. It would be the answer to that question. Right. So when you're first starting out, it's probably more important to unlearn. And then as you climb the echelons of human existence or your profession or whatever you want to call it, I think that you unlearn a lot of things on the way up. And then once you start to get closer to the top, then there's probably just a few you know, high level skills left to to uh, to actually learn at that point and less to unlearn. But that's going to really depend on the purpose or the person. And between learning and unlearning, again, I would say it depends on the person to sum up your question, but I would also throw um, implementation in there as equally as important, if not more important than, uh, than learning and unlearning. You know, I've spent thousands of hours teaching people and it took me years to realize that um, even though they were resonating and understanding and learning what I was saying, they weren't necessarily doing anything with it. All right. So that's obviously where the coaching aspect comes in and all the tips and tricks that you can possibly think of to implement something. But I call it uh, pulling the gold. You know, the gold is the information. And then what you do with the gold, how you spend the gold is entirely up to you. And I know plenty of great learners that implement very little. And they're in the same place in, the, in their life that they were five years ago, where people that take a little bit longer to learn, like me, I'm one of them. But they're uh, high-level implementers. Like if I see something and it takes, might take me a while to understand it, but once I get it, I'm going to use that every single day. So, Rich, if you tell me something that I believe could help sculpt the life that I want for myself or the people that I work with or my family today on this podcast, 
I'm going to write it down. I've got my notepad just in case. And then I'm going to actually do something with it, right? I'm going to visit it regularly. I'm going to allow it to actually help sculpt the life that I want, as opposed to just either not writing it down or just letting it, you know, sit on in my notebook somewhere and never visit it. I'm going to use that thing on a regular basis. Definitely. It's kind of like learning habits or uh, instituting new habits. Uh, right. Clear wrote atomic habits great book if you have not read that it's a great book to exactly. just to give you a kick a kick and read it uh, and learn about habits and why they're important to having that successful life and everything you're saying so far shows that you're trying to instill habits in people to make them have that successful life yep. and i lead towards a low stress life what is the simplest way to for your clients or for even the audience here to create a low stress life it goes right in line with what you just said rich in my opinion it's have really challenging habits the more challenging habits, you know, you probably heard if, you know, if you show me your habits, I can show you your future. Well, I'm after having really, really challenging habits. And I found that the more regularly challenging my habits are, the easier my life is, right? Because I, th I think you can only be challenged so many times in a day. So if you choose a lot of those challenges, whether it be going to, you know, going to the gym or getting up early or whatever it is, people love ice baths and meditations and things like that these days, which I believe serve a purpose and uh, in some at some level. But to sum it up, just increase the challenge level of your habits. I've never met somebody that feels like they have a really hard life that regularly challenges themselves in their habits. Right. But I have met a ton of people, including myself, where if you looked at the things that we do on a daily basis, you'd be like, oh, that, that looks really hard. But again, they're habitual, so they're not that hard. And the brilliance of it is everything else gets easy because I'm constantly doing, quote unquote, hard things. Exactly. And we've talked about a lot of things about becoming successful. And uh, you, you mentioned the gym a few times and, and you're showing off your guns right there. And part of having that full body and full um, that full successful life is having a good diet. For what sure. would you say is the best diet out there that, that you have tried or maybe one you've suggested for a client? Mm, that is such a loaded question. <laughs> it totally, <laughs> depends, totally depends on your goals, right? But I'll, I'll just share what I, what I use. And if you're, uh, you know, if you're a 30, 40-year-old male in decent shape and regularly going to the gym, this is what I would recommend, which, which is me, right? But um, I like, I love food, right? I have a great relationship with food and I don't, I don't drink much at all. Uh, I don't do drugs. So food is uh, it's a it's a pleasure for me. It's a it's a beautiful experience, right? It's kind of a high sometimes. If you get a great meal, it's, it feels amazing, right? Everybody loves great food. So my diet is set up around enjoying my food. And so during the day, I'm going to eat for fuel. And for me, fuel is uh, high quality carbs, or I'm sorry, high quality fats and high quality proteins. So that's really all I'm going to eat during the day on an average day. And I usually fast until, you know, about 10 to 11 and then I'll have a meal and uh, it's going to be full of high quality protein, high quality fat. And then I'll have another one right around uh, usually three or four o'clock. Again, high quality protein, high quality fat. And then my um, my wife is going to make what we call a feast at home, which usually involves quite a bit of carbohydrates. And they're usually good carbohydrates, like some organic homemade pasta or something like that as well as some grilled chicken, throw some Alfredo or something like that in there. So we feast at home, you know, sweet potatoes, butter, grilled ribeyes, all that great stuff. I feast for dinner and I eat for uh, just purely fuel during the day. And so for, for during the day, I'd recommend fats and proteins. That's what I run best off of. That's what I have the least amount of brain fog off of. That's what I have the most energy off of. And then at home, because I, uh, I usually won my day and I usually won my diet as well, which is part of winning the day. 
I'm going to feast and actually enjoy myself, and, but make sure that it's uh, homemade, organic, not full of all that, that crap that you know, so many people put food in and as fresh as possible. Outstanding. And as uh, we're nearing the end of our time here, what are the three things a person can do just listening right now to maybe improve their life just over the next 40 days? Mm, can I cuss on this show, Rich? Yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> so, th so three things to improve their life over the next 30 days. Is that what you said? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, number one, keep your commitments to yourself. And so many of us, so few people I meet actually do hundred percent of this. So just stop making commitments to yourself. The most important relationship with that you have is with you. So stop making commitments to yourself. You're going to break. Just keep your commitments to yourself. If you say you're going to brush your teeth three times, and then it's 10 p.m. and you're in bed and you're passing out and you've only done it twice. You get your ass out of bed and you brush your teeth the third time. Like it's that simple and it's that important. Like something that small is that important because that's going to build a reputation with yourself. And all of a sudden it's going to build this relationship with yourself. That's going to build confidence and just increase just about every aspect of your life. When, and, and I wasn't perfect at this for a very long time. But when I started doing it, every aspect of my life improved. So keep your commitments to yourself 100 percent. And evaluate yourself now, like look at it. Like, do you break half the commitments you make to yourself? 25%, like put a number on it and it's not gonna change overnight, but start trying to take that thing down, right? So keep the commitments to yourself. Don't say shit that you're not going to do. Only tell yourself things you're gonna do, then do them, come hell or high water. And then two, do challenging shit. Like we talked about, life will be easy if you do challenging things. And then three would be pick something that you love that you've never done before, that you just aren't a master at yet and go practice it 30 minutes a day. So few people do this. So, you know, people want to play the guitar or they want to learn to dance with their wife or whatever it may be. Just pick something you think you would love, some sort of skill and practice it 30 minutes a day. We can all find 30 minutes a day. And if you do this for even 30 days, you're going to put 30, 30 minute sessions in and you're going to start to be pretty good at this thing. And skill acquisition is that progress that releases all those feel-good chemicals for us. So your life is, again, going to start becoming more pleasurable and more enjoyable. So keep your commitments to yourself. Do hard shit. Build the skill for 30 minutes a day. Outstanding. Great tips right there. And how does someone get in contact with you? if They just want to pick your brain on their own in private on how to become a better human. Or just get in contact with the heavy on their shows. A few other podcasters that listen to our show. Yeah, absolutely, Rich. Um, I just, I've never been a big social media guy, but building a coaching business or starting a coaching business this year, I've, uh, I started diving head first. So I'm all on Instagram right now. It's at Olympus Leaders. You can DM me, comment on my things, anything that you want to see, anything that you want to talk about. If you're interested in the $0 coaching project, it actually doesn't cost anybody anything. Nobody believes that. But uh, hit me up on a DM. I'll explain why it doesn't cost you. I'll explain what we offer. And I would love to work with you or hear from you in any way, shape, or form. Outstanding. Owen, thank you for jumping on with us tonight. Uh, you and your family have a great Thanksgiving. Stay safe and uh, enjoy the time with your family this weekend, everyone. Uh, thank you again for coming on. Rich, you as well, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, brother. Have a good night. This is a message from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Got a question about your VA benefits, healthcare, or eligibility? Go to va.gov, where you can access a new interactive chatbot to ask questions 24-7. One can still browse va.gov for information, 
but you can now ask specific questions to the chatbot. Like, what's the PACT Act? How do I apply for disability benefits? What's my claim status? You can access the new feature through va.gov's Contact Us page. Then click on the Start Chat button. The chatbot will continue to improve veterans' access to information about the benefits and services they've earned. This is one way VA is offering seamless and secure access to its online resources. Thanks for checking us out and being a part of this don't forget to visit our website at themisfitnation.com. That's themisfitnation.com. Check out all of our past episodes and get some of that great Misfit Nation gear. As always, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling. Because we are Misfit Nation. Misfit Nation. Misfit Nation.